friend, and welcome to the first real episode of Love, Andrea. If you tuned into my introduction episode, thank you for coming back, and seriously, thank you for your support. (laughs) I appreciate it. So, I want to give a little disclaimer. I do live in New York City, Queens, and the city never sleeps. So, you're going to hear some cars honking outside, buses passing through, um, some normal traffic outside. Also, my neighbors are loud, and my boyfriend plays video games, and although he's in the back room, you're going to hear him shout when he wins or something. (laughs) I don't know. So, yeah, just a little disclaimer there, but... Today we're going to talk about three things you need to know before you move to New York City, or more like three things that will help you prepare for your move. Yeah, help you prepare for your move to New York City, and honestly, you can use this and move to Texas. (laughs) You can use these tips and pretty much move anywhere, but I'm going to have some New York City-related specific points um, for those who are really serious about making the move. I know it may seem daunting to move right now, especially to New York City with being in the time of COVID-19 and with what's happening in the world right now, but if this is something you always wanted to do and this is a goal you always had in your life, maybe you can use these tips and use them for the future when times aren't so uncertain. Before I take a deep dive here, I'm going to read my first journal entry ever um, during my process moving to New York City. And I will admit, it's really, really embarrassing. (laughs) And I considered not reading it, but I thought, hey, this is letters to my past self. So it's only right to revisit 2016 Andrea, am I right? So (laughs) we're going to do that. So everyone, let's go back to 2016. Uh, specifically May 29th, 2016. And yeah, let's read this journal entry. Okay, here we go. (laughs) This new chapter begins now. Sitting at my gate in the LAX airport with my tall cup of caramel frap (laughs) while Jack Johnson plays sweet harmonies in my ears. Yes, I wrote that. (laughs) Okay. These past two months might have been the worst two months of my life. I've never felt so many emotions hit me at once. I felt so much stress and pressure. Graduating, financial issues, finding a job, committing to moving to New York, and maintaining a long-distance relationship. Ever since I could remember, I wanted to move to a big city. I wanted to be, I wanted to be Monica from Friends and drink coffee at my favorite coffee shop every day and chat about life with a group of friends I can consider family and, of course, find my Chandler Bean. (laughs) So that's the first... Oh, okay, 2020 Andrew here. (laughs) So that's my first um, paragraph of my journal entry. And, yeah, that's pretty crazy to go back in time like that. But, yeah, I was dealing with a lot then. I graduated with a double major. I was the editor-in-chief of my yearbook and I was dealing with a long-distance relationship and still managed to have a social life and hang out with family and um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot but I did it and yeah. So what I want to tell 2016 Andrea that I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of how far you've come. Yeah, because I do remember those times um, of 
just trying to rush everything because when I decided I wanted to move to New York City, I I was just so adamant about it that I rushed my um, semester, my last semester. Well, it was supposed to be two semesters, I believe, and I just wanted to get out of college and just move right away, um, which I don't understand why now, because looking back at it, you know, New York City was never going to leave. I don't, I don't know why I was so ready, but I think everyone at the time, and I don't know if college students still feel this way, but I remember a lot of us at the time just wanted to start our lives already and just kind of want to be done with college. Um, maybe it was just me, but I remember feeling that way. And I remember specifically, well, I remember going to my dean or um, maybe, I don't know, someone important at my college who called the shots. And I told him I wanted to um, have like all these classes in one semester because I think I needed to have permission or something along those lines to do so. And I remember him trying to convince me not to do it um, as he rightfully should have done because it was a lot, but I was just so determined to graduate and leave that um, I told him I can do it. I can do this. I can um, take all these classes and I'm still going to have a good GPA and I'm going to do it. And so um, I really don't know how that conversation ended. I just know he let me do it. <laughs> so um, that's what I did. And like I said, I was also the editor-in-chief of a yearbook, which took a lot of time out of my life. <laughs> and I had a long-distance relationship with a boyfriend who um, the time difference was three hours. So that was, you know, that's something that we had to consider um, that year. And then, um, yeah, I still had a social life. So it was a lot. It was a lot. And I think at the time I was just going through the motions like, okay, this is normal. But looking back on it, I don't know how I did it all, really. I really don't. So... Yeah, I just, I want to tell right now, I want to tell 2016, Andrea, I'm very, very proud of you. Like, you are very hardworking, and that's a good quality to have. Um, when you put your mind to something, you you do it, and you get it done, and I'm super, super proud of you, so. So I want to share why I decided to move to New York City, and the SparkNote version, <laughs> it's that I always wanted to live in a big city. It's just something I always wanted to do and always wanted to try. And I was dating my boyfriend, um, who lived in front and is from New York City. And yeah, I will definitely be sharing an episode of our relationship, how we met, and the whole digital dating world. <laughs> but yeah, those were the main two reasons why I decided to move to New York. And you know, I was studying journalism and PR, and it's um, I always wanted to be like a writer for a magazine. 13 Going on 30 was my favorite movie. Wanted to be Jenna <laughs> and big time editor. <laughs> and that's just what I wanted to do. Um, so I thought, hey, New York is the place to be. And yeah, ever since I can remember, I remember even in high school, I applied to a bunch of colleges that were not in California. Um, I definitely applied to a few in California, but the main ones were like, outside of the of my home state <laughs> because I wanted to explore and just be independent and yeah I always wanted to do it and um I never got that opportunity I went to a college that was literally a 25 minute drive away from my house and um <laughs> I uh it was 
actually down the block from my high school. <laughs> so not very far at all, but I don't regret that because I have like the best of friends that I got from um, that college. But yeah, it's just something I always wanted to do. And before I got really serious with my boyfriend, I wanted to live in LA because I'm also very close with my entire family. They are my world. And that was, um, I guess at the time, it wasn't such a hard decision because I was ready to just leave. But definitely the aftermath of it all, I was homesick and get into that later. But yeah, so I'm just super close with them. So yeah, it wasn't anything like, I wanted to leave my family or I hated Riverside because that's not it at all. I love California. I, After living here for a while, I would still pick California just because of how amazing it is. But it's just something I knew I should do now. Like, this is the time. You need to get it out of your system, live the life you want to live, and just do it. And so that's, yeah, that's mainly the reason why. But when I decided to tell my parents... Um, <laughs> they weren't uh, mad, but they weren't pushing me out the door either. They definitely wanted me to be close by. I think they liked my LA idea better because I was still in California. Um, but they were definitely st still supportive and they weren't going to hold me back. And yeah, I'm just very blessed to have supportive parents and a supportive family. Um, but they definitely didn't, um, how do I say this? They, they were just like, okay, if you want to do this, you got to figure it out and do it on your own because they wanted me, you know, to be close by. So um, I just had to figure everything out, kind of. And, and also, they lived in California their whole life, too. So they don't really know, you know, what, what the steps are to move to New York City either. So I was just researching and figuring it out, and, and that's why I'm here. So Maybe while you're researching, you find this podcast and hear my story, and maybe you'll do the same, but, and maybe I can help you out, but yeah, overall, they're just, they're amazing. <laughs> I love them so much. They visit me um, while I'm out here, and yeah, they just, they've been the best. My whole family, they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, so now we'll get into why you came, right? <laughs> the three tips you must know to move to New York City or to help prepare you. And these, um, these bullet points are just um, from my experience. So, number one, save money. I know it's very obvious, but you need to save money if you're going to move, especially to New York City, because it is a very, very expensive place to live in. And at the time, I remember I... I wanted to, you know, live in an apartment That's or have my own apartment. That That's everyone's dream, right? But um, I wasn't making enough money then. And New York City's apartment are crazy expensive. Um, Manhattan is crazy expensive. So um, I was looking for rooms in Manhattan because that's where I wanted to be. Um, and that was like the cheapest room for a closet was like 1300 And it could be more expensive now. But I remember... Um, that's the cheapest I saw five years ago, and um, I was just, yeah, I was like, this is crazy. Um, so my dreams of living in Midtown or, 
you know, somewhere very fancy in New York City was crushed. But luckily, there are other very amazing boroughs in New York City that is affordable um, or that have affordable rooms to live in. And like I said, at the time, I didn't have enough money to have my own apartment. So I was looking at just rooms. Um, and some rooms were very expensive in other boroughs as well. I think it just depends, but you can find an affordable room um, like I did. So yeah, so save money. And I had two jobs at the time. So when I was, so when I made the decision to move, I saved $5,000. I think it was like a year and a half of time and um that sounds like a lot but you need a lot and maybe a lot more too but I saved that to live off of when I was in New York and like I said my parents were very supportive so um they were like okay go ahead fall on your face come back so that was my plan that was me okay this is gonna be my um safety net i guess this was gonna be my um this is what i'm gonna live off of for the next four months um and i'm hoping you know praying to god <laughs> that i find a job so i'm able to live here um and if not if i do not find a job in four months and my money runs out i'm going to have to move back um, so that was my motivation is like, I knew if I wasn't going to find a job or a source of income here, I was going to have to move back. So I hustled and hustled, but yeah, we'll get into how I found a job and everything in the next episode, but you need to save money. And I saved, um, $5,000 and that was for rent. That's for, you know, utility or yeah, I think utilities, utilities came in with the rent that the place I was staying in. Um, but um, my food, um, all my new bedding and everything because I just packed two suitcases and left. So yeah, um, I suggest if you're serious about this and you don't have a job lined up like I did, then you need to have some money to live off of. Um, but if you do have a job um, lined up, then you're already a step ahead of me. So awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my first tip. And the room I stayed in was in Queens, um, Corona, Queens. And the room I was in was for $6.50 a month. So it wasn't bad at all um, for New York and for Queens. It was uh, a little bit of a commute to Manhattan. Um, what, 40 minutes? So it, it wasn't bad, though. It wasn't bad to me. Um, and my boyfriend was from Queens, and he lived in Queens, Um and so it was just it was an easy choice so that's what i did second tip is you need to visit because you could be like me that <laughs> decided to move to new york city before even visiting i know <laughs> because i thought hey if i see it on tv that's what it's gonna look like and to be completely honest to me yes what you see on New York City, or what you see on TV um, that portrays New York City is really New York City. It's that beautiful, that awesome, that amazing. It is. It is to me. Maybe I'm biased because I love New York, but it's true. And Hollywood and California, what you see on TV or, you know, what I what they try to portray on American Idol, that's not what it looks like in real life. It does not look like that. I'm sorry. So, um, they're really nice parts of LA, duh, but, you know, 
when someone's like, I want to move to LA and they see these things on TV, then they move to LA. I'm pretty sure it's a wake up call to them if they're not used to the area. But New York City, what you see is what you get. And I was like, so happy about that. I'm like, yes, it looks like what it looks like on TV. (laughs) So I was really, really happy about that. But I needed to visit because I just, yeah, I made the decision, but it was like, okay, I need to see what area I wanted to live. Um, so you should visit just to see if you even want to move. That would be the smart move, not like me, where I'm like, let me just move and see what place I want to live in. But um, fill out the different boroughs. After you get all the tourist things out of the way and, you know, the fun Times Square stuff, you really should venture out and visit Harlem and um, Queens because I love Queens <laughs> and Brooklyn and just the different areas because yeah it what I love about New York City too is it's so diverse like so diverse and like you can be in a borough but still like so many different cultures are in that borough like you can be on one avenue but then you go to the next avenue and it's a totally different you know uh, vibe and it's awesome it's amazing so definitely fill out which borough you would prefer to be in um you know which area so I definitely would suggest either making one long trip so you can get your tourist stuff out of the way and also go and visit those boroughs and areas or visit um different times which is what I did I came and visit a few times I think four times in a year um because I was also seeing my boyfriend so that was nice and I had a friend out here as well so I was able to stay with them but um so yeah it was a little easy on that for me because I was able to have um um, a place to stay but I definitely suggest you visit the areas and places before you just kind of book an area before like hey this is in New York let me just you know, put a security deposit because this is where I need to be. Um, really think out and or really venture out and visit the places you want to be. And I know, like I said, you could take you can use this and go anywhere and use this advice. But um, from my experience of New York City, that's what you should do. And I fell in love with Queens. Of course, like I said, I'm kind of biased. I mean, my boyfriend lived here and I was kind of just immersed in Queens when I came because this is his, like, this is where my boyfriend grew up. So he showed me the food spots and, you know, the places where he grew up and things like that. So I was kind of more biased to it where um, I fell in love with it right away because it was um, something he loved. And so um, I definitely probably would have picked Brooklyn (laughs) because and he hates Brooklyn but I probably would have picked that just because I don't know I don't know why just Brooklyn seemed more fun to me but yeah um but I do love Queens so definitely visit make plans to visit all right so your third piece of advice is you need to find a place how do I find a place okay so I'm gonna tell you what I did and some helpful tips that can help you um, find a place. And like I said, you could probably use this anywhere. But what I did for New York is I went onto Facebook (laughs) and I went into the search bar and I typed in New York City rooms for rent. (laughs) Like I said, you could probably do this. And I know you can do this for Nashville. You can do this for anything. But um, 
I did it for New York City. And I found a bunch of Facebook groups. And um, some are private that you have to, or some are private that you have to ask um, to get in. And I think you just need to share a reason why you want to be in the group and they accept you. But um, there's a lot of groups that um, are out there for communities and um, people who have open rooms or um, in open apartments even, um, or to sublet for a while at least, um, that can help you um, have a kickstart of moving. But um, yeah, so Facebook is a good resource. They have lots of groups. Um, and I did that. And what a lot of people did for me is when I would connect with people in those groups who were, um, you know, telling me that, you know, they needed someone to fill in the room. They, um, some apartments or some, um, people, they would survey me and they would, you know, um, have me fill out a survey of my personality or, you know, what time I like to go to sleep and what I do for a living and stuff like that. And, um, if they liked you, they would give you a virtual tour, um, if you weren't from the area. So that's really nice. A lot of places, if they really like you, they'll give you a virtual tour and you can see, um, you know, you could FaceTime or Skype or whatever. I think back in the day with Skype, now it's like all about Zoom, right? So, um, virtual tours are really nice and, um, yeah, a lot of people are willing to do it now. So it's awesome. So you can do that. What I did was go, <laughs> I went on Craigslist. Oh, and before I get into that, there's also an app that I, I don't know, maybe existed back then, but I just found out a found out about it recently it's called roomy r-o-o-m-i and i think you just put in the location you're interested you're interested interested sorry and people um have listings up there as well so that's another good resource where you can find a room um what it? okay craigslist <laughs> yeah so very sketchy right but there are a lot of um legit people on there I promise but you definitely do need to be careful because there are people um even on Facebook that could scam you so you just got to be careful and you got to be aware about that because I um had a lot of scammers come my way like I'm very happy I didn't get money rip off or anything off of me but um I definitely was super excited about an apartment in Manhattan, and I, you know, told my friends, like, who lived here, like, hey, is that a good area? Do, do you know if that's a good area? And um, they're like, yeah, but it's really expensive. Um, can you send me, you know, the email you're talking about that this person sent you? And I'd forward the email to my friends, and they, they would tell me, like, hey, um, this person's scamming you, and I remember I can check, like, the geolocation. I had some kind of app that can do that, and this person was in Africa or something um, trying to scam me, so please, please be careful for scammers. Yeah, so, yeah, so please be careful for that, but yeah, I found my place on Craigslist, um, and I was lucky enough to book a room in Queens, um, with females, with um, three other females who um, were from different areas like me um, that weren't from New York City, and we we're all around the same age, and we were just hustling, doing our own thing. So I was very lucky to get that, and there are a lot of um, listings like that on Craigslist. You just got to be careful. Um, so what happened to me was I connected with the landlord on Craigslist, and 
I think she was very like, hmm, you know, suspicious about it because I was from California and she didn't know how serious I was. But again, all the girls that did live there kind of had um, the same journey as me. So I think she was used to this um, kind of thing. And she told me, okay, um, you know, if you're interested, it's open. And so to make her feel like I'm a real person, I actually sent my boyfriend over there. <laughs> and I told her, hey, my boyfriend is actually um, going to FaceTime me and show me the room. Is that okay? And um, she was like, yeah, sure. And I think that made her feel more... Um, like, um, comfortable <laughs> that I was a real person or that I wasn't, you know, that I was actually doing this. Cause I think a lot of people probably reach out to her, um, but also are like not very serious about it. Um, so she didn't want to waste her time. Um, so my boyfriend did that, but I think also just if you're in my position and you don't have, but you don't have someone that lives here, um, just ask them if, you know, I want to do a virtual tour and that would show them that you're serious about this. And, you know, I'm sure she would have done that too if I asked her. Um, so yeah, so he showed me what this FaceTime, she met him and, um, I met her over his phone <laughs> and yeah, so that's how I got the place and how I got it secured before I even left California. And I was super, super blessed to have amazing landlords, like very like, um, and what I mean is, I don't know, like, about because I don't know about like if they were ripping me off or anything like that because like I was just paying what I was paying like 650 I felt that was okay um but I mean like um I don't know they're just their personality just for my first time of living there and leaving California and kind of going into this strange place um they were really really um welcoming and nice and they were a young married couple who just had a newborn and um they actually lived underneath um us girls so they were um they were really awesome and I was really lucky to have that I also recommend when you first come to do a month-to-month -month instead of a year lease Landlords will give you the option to give a 30 days notice before you move out and that's the type of arrangement I had and I just feel like it helps a lot especially when you first move here maybe you end up not liking the apartment you're in or the area you're in and it gives you you know more opportunities to explore different boroughs and maybe you'll fall in love with another location in New York City and um, you would decide to make that commitment there a year lease there. Um, yeah, I think it's just a big commitment, and I know that's um, kind of hard to find sometimes, but if you're just renting out a room, um, I feel like there's more options for um, a month-to-month -month arrangement. For an apartment, I would recommend the same tips. Save money <laughs> and um, visit the place or the area that you may want to live in, um, but also once you book a viewing with the landlord, I would suggest that you get there earlier than the time you said because some landlords in New York City do a first come first serve thing but they just don't tell you um if they if you're the first person that came to view it sometimes and, and you had great credit and everything and check all their boxes they will just give you the apartment and I don't know if that's how it is everywhere um landlords if you're listening <laughs> or whoever's in that business is listening and um, say I'm wrong, you can go ahead and correct me. This is just from the experience I've had in New York City and um, my friends had and the stories I've heard here. So it's important to get there um, earlier than you said um, 
and yeah, that's the tips I have. Oh, and yeah, for an apartment, it's different. <laughs> um, you would have to go through an actual like <laughs> website, like a legit website like Zillow or something like that <laughs> um, to book an apartment. Um, Facebook and Craigslist is probably not your best option if you're going to go that route and you have enough money to do so. Now I currently live with my boyfriend in Queens and we both work in Manhattan and I'm happy to say he's my one and only roommate because <laughs> I have some good roommate stories I can definitely share um, on this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you thought these tips were useful if you plan on moving to New York City or anywhere. <laughs> I know these are pretty generic tips, but this is... From my experience, not knowing absolutely anything, <laughs> and um, if you know nothing either <laughs> and don't know what to do, I hope this helped. So yeah, next podcast, we're going to talk about how I found my job and how I hustled for a job because if I didn't find one within a few months, I was going to go back home and that was my motivation. So I can definitely share how I did that and how you can do it too. <laughs> We now have a Instagram. <laughs> so if you're on Instagram, head over to Love Andrea Podcasts and give me a follow and send me a DM if you have any questions you'd like me to answer um, regarding New York City, relationships, social media, or whatever. I can answer here. <laughs> so thanks for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And right now I'm uploading my podcast on Sundays. That could change. Um, and I'll let you know if that does change but right now it's Sundays so talk to you next Sunday <laughs> yeah thanks for listening love Andrea your podcast friend <laughs>